Well, folks, welcome to one more edition of Politics and Radamek. Berto Willis, your host. Thank you so kind of being part of the show. We are going to have a great show for you today. Well, 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 is it busy or what? Let's see what we got here. Bruce Pollard, welcome to Politics Done Right. He says, I am looking at the our bills and there is one to require mail-in ballots be electronic. Sounds like a way of limiting mail-in. Oh, wow. you see it, you see it, you see it. Bridge MCP, welcome aboard. E2247, welcome aboard. Uh, who else is in the house? AVQ, Michael. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped. Streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Frontman is in the house, he says. Beautiful day, just got home. How's it going? It's going great. You know that thing? It's going great. Of course, we know Santos has been charged with fraud, theft, and lying to Congress. He's been indicted on 13 counts. My God, uh, you know, if I were, if, <laughs> if I were uh, Santos, George Santos, I would say, wait a minute. I only committed 13 big bad things. Whatever happened to Trump? Trump defrauded people for his water company, his meat company, his airline, all these forms of defrauding, and I am the one that's going to be indicted this quickly? What about Trump? This guy is the largest crook on the planet, and he hasn't been indicted yet? Oh, my God. Uh, Bridge MCP says, Egberto, something to look at. Texas guns and stats. Is it ready for me to display on the screen? Okay. Texas does have a lot of mass shootings. That's what Breach has just put onto the screen. Let's see if I can get that there. I think I can. I think I can. And in fact, I did. There we go. Since 1996, there have been 34 mass shootings in Texas. This means Texas, the number two state for mass shooting, following California, which has a hell of a lot more people. Mass shootings have accelerated in recent years, 14 Texas mass shootings in the past 10 years. However, it's hard to know of this is a faster rate than the rest of the country. Statistical precision is tough given the limited number of events. After adjusting for population, Texas ranks number 14, Alaska number one, California is number 12. Texas mass shootings are very deadly. Four of the 10 mass, the most deadly mass shootings have occurred in Texas. Yep, it's horrendous. Anyhow, folks, how are all our peeps doing today? You know, um, uh, today I, I just something came over me. I, I went to, you know, I, I did the show at KPFT and I did a piece on a young lady. Her name is uh, Miss Hansen. Um, you know, I, I, I can never remember her, her. Her father gives me the name several times and I always forget the name, but her name is Madeline Hansen, also known as Lane Hansen. Um, I saw this young lady at the Democratic Club, how good she was knowing her subject and being politically engaged. I could not have been more impressed with the young woman. 
and including the answer session, which I didn't, I recorded, but I didn't put up on, on the internet, but including the recording session, I thought she was so good. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to start out the program uh, today by playing her because I think she did that great of a job. And I want that to be something that we see other 15-year-olds, 16-year-olds, 17-year-olds do. Check this out and we'll take it on the other side. Comply throughout this entire process. I have no desire not to comply at this point. That was the wrong video. I have it in the wrong order. Let's change that order and put the correct video on. Egberto, what's wrong with you? Here we go. The president of the humble area Democrat, John Cotter, asked me to visit with them to broadcast their main program. They invited Dr. Nancy Beck Young to discuss the similarity of the Jan 6 and the occurrences in 1940. In other words, insurrection in, on the 6th looked like 1940 Germany. Nancy Beck Young, the chair of the Department of History and associate director of the UH Center, University of Houston Center for Public History, was selected as a political expert featured in several episodes of Rachel Maddow's new podcast, Ultra. After the professor spoke, John said he received an email from a young student who wanted to speak to the group. 15-year-old Miss Hansen walked to the front of the room and spoke about her trans friends and the pain and suffering the Republican Party policies are causing them. What made me happy about this speech, if there was something to make you happy about this speech, was the age of Miss Hansen. She chose to engage at an early age. She, she knows her subject. My only question to her was, how can we clone you? How can we clone her? If we can, there is still hope for our democracy. It is her generation that will be making decision, the decision. And knowing that our Gen Zs are coming of age and taking no prisoners, that is kind of refreshing. You know, it's refreshing to see a lot of these younger kids engaging like never before. And I sat there and I listened to her and I listened to her and I listened to her and I said, wow, that is what we want. Anyhow, I want you to listen to this and then we'll take it on the other side. Very nice email for me and I. She's a freshman at a test at high school. Wow. And she asked to come and talk to everybody here today. All right. She's going to talk a little bit about what's going on in the Texas legislature and the awful bills that are affecting trans, the trans community. So I want to introduce Lady Cassidy. She's a freshman at Texas. Hi. Um, so, like, as you may have heard, um, last week, um, the Democrats stopped the bill to prohibit trans youth from getting, like, gender-affirming care and hormones and all of that, but, like, we've seen it before, Republicans are going to keep pushing, like, that bill over and over and over again until they find a way to just, like, hurt and break people down even more. So, me, like, 
I thought like it would be important to see like not just like older people, but also like people that this is actually affecting. A bunch of my friends, like my one of my closest friends, his name is Aaron, and he's the sweetest guy ever. He's trans, and he's on hormones right now. And if the bill gets passed that you have to that they'll slowly start weaning um, him off, like what's that going to do to him? Because. 56% of trans youth have attempted suicide. 86% of trans youth have like had suicidal ideation. And it's even higher in states that are actively trying to ban like activities and things that would help transgender youth feel more comfortable in themselves. Like in Texas, it's almost 90% for people who have felt like suicidal ideation. And then um it's 60% for actually attempting suicide. And that's just, they claim to want to protect kids from the grooming that's going on, and then they just want kids to kill themselves. And that's, that's not good. A study from uh, Stanford University in 2015 uh, discovered that 40% of all like trans people who had started uh, hormones and puberty blockers in their adolescence, they had less risk for suicide, substance abuse, uh, mental health issues in general than people who had had to start later in life. So if they really want to protect kids as they're saying, and like, their whole like idea that you can get turned trans because people will like support you, teachers will like call you by your preferred name, use your preferred pronouns. The fact that they think that that is going to turn kids trans and like make them like mutilate themselves is not true at all. You can't even get like sexist reassignation uh, surgery until you are 18. And most people, most people have a sense of their gender identity by age two. So it's not like people just wake up one day and they're like, oh. Guess what? My teacher supports trans people, so that means I'm trans. That's not at all what happens. And so the fact that people think that you can get groomed into thinking that you're one way or another, that's absolutely not true. You can't, like, you can, it's just stupid. And I just, yeah. He's trans too. His therapist has said multiple times that his mental health would be so much better if he was able to start hormones. But because of these laws, he might not be able to until he's 18, which <laughs> that's almost three years. And so who knows what could happen in three years. People who are like struggling with their mental health because they're not able to truly be themselves, they couldn't hurt themselves within those three years. My friends could die. My boyfriend could die because people don't seem to care because it's all protect kids until it's a, a kid of color. It's a kid of, it's a trans kid. It's a queer kid. Nobody cares unless it's, they're a way for them to fit their ideology and their just messed up view of the world. Um, I tell you, I, I, I was there in, in person as she was given uh, this talk and, and, and she took a lot of an, uh, questions and answers. She had, she had a question and answer session and people who just didn't understand or didn't learn, know, know things, learned a lot from this young woman, um, 15 years old. Like I said, I was just... Uh, I was just impressed that she could call bill numbers and uh, talk about calling senators and I mean, 
today we're many adults don't take the political responsibility to ensure that Austin works well, that DC works well. Just seeing some of these younger people in high school, in, in junior high school, do the work for me, it was like saying, wow, I think, I think we're going to be okay. I think we're going to be okay. In this case, it's a trans issue. I've, I've ran up against 15 and 16 year olds talking about the debt and all these are about student debt about, I mean, I find I I'm, I'm so very impressed with some of the younger folks who are now taking that position of, you know what? You guys hadn't done all that well after all. Maybe it's time for us to really, really start engaging. And just watching these kids engage for me was a, uh, it was a blessing to me. We Absolutely so. Absolutely so. Anyway, welcome aboard, uh, Eric Hayes. Welcome aboard, Yvette Avery-Herod. Welcome aboard, Paravid, 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 May Wood. Welcome aboard, Carl Cox, Lee Grant. Did I miss Melanie Keelan from Barcelona, Spain? Uh, did I miss anybody? If I missed you, drop a line in again, and you know I'll be more than happy to call you out because I like to call out my peeps. I like to call out my peeps. Anyway, let's see. Um, I wanted to answer uh, E2247. Welcome aboard. E2247 says, tell us about the Texas State Rep in trouble. Okay, E2247. Given that you've asked, Brian Slayton, Republican of Royce City on the House floor at the Capitol, April 18. This guy actually, uh, he resigned before they actually had the vote to expel him. I think the vote to expel him was yesterday. It says the Texas House unanimously voted to expel Brian Slayton on Tuesday, one day after the Royce City Republican submitted his resignation after an internal investigation, determined that he had sex with a 19-year-old aide after getting her drunk, darn rapist is what somebody should call him. That is in that. that how do you get a, a kid uh, uh, drunk? And oh my God, that's shameful. After a solemn, sometimes angry and tearful recounting of Slayton's graphic and offensive behavior, the House voted 147 to zero for expulsion, making Slayton the first member of the Texas legislature to be removed from office since 1927 this party of moral values we have we believe in the sanctity of life yet we kill our our residents by not our our constituents by not allowing the medicare expansion to the affordable care we believe in the sanctity of life though we allow women who have ectopic pregnancies to die because they can't go ahead and and get uh, get an abortion unless they they're septic we believe in the sanctity of life and we are moral. Yet you take advantage of young kids. And this is not the only one. If you take a look at the Baptist convention here in uh, around the country, the amount of pedophiles that they are hiding, and then they have the nerve to attempt to assign the pedophilia mantra to progressives when in fact it's the conservatives uh, under the church system that is full, loaded with pedophilia, not only the pastors and assistant pastors, but the people who go in. So let's be clear here, folks. Remember, I always talk about conservative politicians and projection, conservative politicians and projection. Everything that they deem is wrong with progressives, everything that they deem is wrong with liberals and basically are always and always something that they're projecting about 
something they are projecting about. So yes, so long, so long to this congressman, Brian Slayton, so long. Your services are no longer required. You are nothing but an abuser of children. You're nothing but a, well, you can, you can, you can get where we're going right there. Anyhow, continuing with the program, continuing with the program. Let's see. Let me go up to the to the thing here and see. Yvette Avery Harris says, afternoon, PDR Posse. Lee Grant says, from the New York Times, estimated number of transgender people was small, about 1.6 million, 13 and up, or about 0.6% of the population. Trans identification in recent years has become political dynamite, driven in part by the rise in minors seeking medical treatment. Oh, so now that we have medical treatment, there is a problem? Oh, I don't know. Okay. Bridge MCP says, Congressman Comer, uh, Comer has a history of playing fast and loose with the facts and spreading baseless innuendo while refusing to conduct his so-called investigations and with legitimacy, said Ian Sams, White House spokesperson for uh, oversight and investigations. He has hidden information from the public to selectively leak and promote his own hand-picked narratives as part of his overall effort to, to lob personal attacks on the president and his family. Abe Lowell, an attorney for Hunter Biden, said Republicans still have nothing to show for probes into his client and his business activities in the last five years. Lowell said Republicans have fueled conspiracy theories but found no evidence of, of wrongdoing. Of course not. All right, uh, so I answered that E2247. Uh, good afternoon, May Wood. Yvette Avery How, How, uh, uh, Howard said, people don't realize the struggle. Thankful to see her speaking her truth. It is so important, and we've learned that over the years. You know, we've learned that the, the, the chains that bad folks have put onto us for a long time to do exactly what chains do, hold people back and much more and much more. Eric Hayes says, Austin and D.C. are paradise to liberals and leftists. I don't have anything against liberals and leftists, so that's not an insult for me. That is saying maybe I need to move to Austin or D.C. Actually, I don't like the I love Austin. I hate D.C. I lived in D.C. nine months with my daughter, taking care of my daughter. Didn't like D.C. It, it's it, it, it's a very confining city, in my opinion. All right. British MCP says uh, people read and talk about it, but don't know what it's like. I hear you, Bridge. You know, and, and I had to learn that myself. I had to I had to educate myself. I had to do all those things personally. And that's what I I have another piece where I try to talk to people about that. We have to educate ourselves. All right, let's see. I donate to Colin Zachary Allred. All right, Colin Allred. Uh, TX32 challenging Senator uh, Cruz. That is good. Please support Colin. I think he's going to get the support. I have a piece that I did on him and I'm trying to get an interview. I don't know if they're going to want to interview with Politics Done Right because, but I, 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 I'll see. We'll try to get him on Politics Done Right. Eric Hayes says, Egberto has, was thrown out, which was the right thing to do. And why not give kudos to that collected, correct decision instead of party bashing? It, because it's important. You think, you, what? I mean, it is important for us to talk about the projection. The Republican Party projects a lot. And this is an example. The reason this guy did what he did is because he thought he could get away with it based on who his party is. All right, let's see. Michael Rudnan, uh, I don't see that. Okay, Carl Cox says, Schiff is not an, embar is not an embarrassment. 
The GOP is an embarrassment. Waste money on inaccurate hearings. GOP uses sham hearings to keep from discussing the people's business. Uh, Bridge says, Egberto, it's called transference. They put out on to others what they are actually doing. I agree wholeheartedly, my dear Bridge MCP. Uh, we also have E2247. What's up with the TX guy shooting the 14-year-old girl playing hide-and-seek? You know, that that ran across my screen. I was to go look at that and didn't. It just shows you how normalized and it could e- it can even affect me. The normalization of just people getting shot. Sad. I'm ashamed of myself that I didn't re- look at that one, um, uh, E2247. I look it up on the break. Uh, let's see what it says. Eric K says, Comer provides bank records. So that is proof enough. If they, if they had any proof, there would be indictments. Again, there's no proof of anything. I love the way you, you put out in the windows there. And when it's time to get legal, you can't. Don't you get tired of the Republicans snowing you or, or tie or putting you into a fizzy and, and a tizzy. And, and then after you're into a tizzy, nothing comes of it. Aren't you tired of being gullible? Bridge says they still haven't followed the bank records, talking out of their arse. Again, something happens to a GOP person and the right screams, them crap own it. Yeah, that's true. That's true, girl. That's true. All right, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's go ahead and put that on the screen from Bridge MCP. It says something being, whoops, wrong one, wrong one, wrong one, wrong one. That goes on this screen. There we go. That goes like that. And it says, something being your fault, blaming Democrats. You know, I saw a TikTok last night. And, you know, maybe let, let's see if I can find it. Because I think you guys are going to love this TikTok. If I, I think I saved it. The only thing that I have to be able to do. Or are is, we going to uh, actually uh, have a on. challenge here? Oh, I'm trying. To- Joe, Joe, be quiet. Or are we going to actually have a challenge here? All right. I'm trying not to laugh, Joe. I want to. I want are to we going to actually have have a challenge here. Oh, I'm trying not to laugh, Joe. I really think that. Let me let me see if I can get this free because you guys are gonna love this one. You guys are simply going to love this one. You know, when it comes to blaming the Democrats, right? Let's see if I can get this on the screen for you. Uh, check it out here. There we go. Come on. <sighs> First day of open carry, and I'm pumped. It's good guys with guns are gonna keep this country safe and free. Might even buy this CD to celebrate. Yeah, I think good- Coco Chino, uh, extra brownies, some whipped cream. Excuse me. Nutmeg. Did you know there was a line back here? Oh, I'm sorry, ma'am. I thought you were still shopping. You wanna try that again, son? As a matter of fact, I do. Put the gun down, no one gets hurt. Whoa, 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 I'm the good guy. In this scenario, I'm the brave vigilante protecting the rule of law. And I'm the proud patriot standing his ground. I'm 99% sure that I'm the good guy. I'm 99.9% sure that I'm currently the good guy right here in this situation. Okay, just put your hands up. Don't you point that thing at me. Don't you know a good guy when you see one? I am the good guy. No, I'm definitely the good guy. I'm the noble worker protecting everyone in this establishment. Mm-mm. Susie, tell mommy or daddy's about to be a hero. Drop your weapons! 
on the armed victims slash concerned citizens slash neighborhood watch extraordinaire saving the day. I don't know who you're saving yourself from, son. I'm the good guy. Bull honky, I'm the good guy. I'm a good guy too. All right, I'm taking charge of this situation on the floor now. Drop or I shoot. Shoot who? The bad guys. Who are the bad guys? You all seem pretty terrible. I am the Good Samaritan here to lend a helping hand. Freeze! Now I need to know which one of y'all are good guys. Good guys, raise your hand! I see what's going on here. You! You come with me. I'm, I'm the only one that ain't got a gun! Are you resisting arrest? Y'all folks have a good day. Thanks, sir. Came out of nowhere. Didn't even see him over there. <laughs> that about got real hairy. Closer than two cockroaches on a bacon bit. Oh, good lord. Just... <laughs> Finger check. Good? Yeah. yeah. All right? Okay. This guy got hit. Ah, <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> I'm sorry about that, kid. What? That's the price of freedom. Price of freedom. Uh, speaking of freedom, I am famished. <laughs> you fucking shot me. Yo, big grandma bus. Now, guys, I when I saw that one on TikTok, I couldn't help. I mean, I could not help but crack in my you know what up. And it looks like Rodden brought me a similar one here. Let, let's see what it says here. Okay, can we at least agree that we all feel safer? That, that is how, I mean, that is how we feel. That is how we feel. Let me, let me tell you that. Bridge wants a link to that. Let me go ahead and pull that link up for you, Bridge. I, I definitely am going to put that link. I mean, I, I think... When I saw that the very first time, it was like, my God, there is something just so, uh, what's the word? Okay, let, let me go ahead and quit that and find, I uh, get the link for you. I want to get the link, share link. I uh, get the link, get the link, get the link. All right, that's, I don't want the embed code. I want the link for Bridge. Share the link to tell, I don't want to share the link. I just want to get a copy of the link. Uh, I'm, I'm doing it right now for you, Bridge. Uh, we're going to have it for you in a second. Share in an email. That that's that should be good enough because it's going to put the link in there. And what I'll do is I'll go ahead and say, you guys, if you want the link to that one, it's right there. All right. Checking in is Paul Fleming. How are you doing, Paul? Tom C. is in the house as well. Tom says, the GOP party that believes in the sanctity of life won't do anything to prevent slaughter of innocent fathers, mothers, children by neo-Nazis with weapons of war. Slippery slope filled with blood. So true, so true, so true. Uh, continuing, I, I have here, Daniel Ledo says, so according to Egberto, a 15 is a woman, but a 19-year-old is a kid. Propagandist. Oh, my God. I don't even know why I read that one, Daniel Ledo, because I don't know what you're trying to say there. All right, Egberto, he has thrown out which was the right thing to do. Yes, he was the right thing to do. Okay, we also have from, uh, let's see what else we have here. I'm going down the list of things that you guys have said. 
Lee Grant says, good news for free speech. Tucker is back on Twitter. I hope you don't believe Twitter, uh, what, what Tucker says on Twitter. The only reason Twitter, T- Tucker made it back on Twitter is because uh, the, the, the guy who owns Twitter now is just going ahead and give that big finger. What, what's his name? Twitter, the, the owner of Twitter. Uh, Como se llama el tipo ese? What's wrong with my mind? I can't remember his name right now, but you guys know who I'm talking about. All right. Who else? What else we got here? Bridge MCP says, oh, my God, this is funny and sad. Yeah, it's funny and sad because while a lot of these guys feel okay to have guns, you know, there are some of us, as soon as they see us with guns, we are a threat. And this threat comes with your life. And you can either say, well, I'm going to be able to do what everybody else does. And you have the gun too. When you're dead, you're dead. When you're dead, you're dead. Musk. That's who I'm talking about. Musk. Elon Musk. Elon Musk. Yeah. All right. All right, what we got here? White or white wing, right wing massacring our kids? Why don't Biden sign about $2 million, yo, outlawing these? I think so. I think so. All right, but he says, Egberto Willis, please put that link in. I did. Uh, Tom C., I read that one already. Eric Hayes says, return on investment. The cost of drilling for shale oil is dropping for the first time in about two years as demand for equipment and workers waivers. Price for key oil field. I don't know why we would even want to go ahead and destroy the crust of the earth to get shale when we can just throw solar and many other things up there. It makes no sense to me. Eric Hayes says, Egberto, you must pay attention as Twitter will remind you that everyone has a voice. I agree. I mean, look, uh, let me tell you, you know why I don't give Lee Grant too much of a hard time? As Lee Grant is there saying, I want Tucker to have his free speech on Twitter, he's also here every day supporting free speech on the internet. He's, a, he's consistent. But damn it, I hope you don't believe what he's saying, Mr. Uh, Mr. Uh, don't believe what he's saying, okay? Don't believe what he's saying. All right. Let's see where I'm at now. All right, let's see. We got Alberto, uh, you must pay attention. Paul Fleming says, when Tucker goes live, I'll walk away from the app. Blue ski for me. Don't worry. I'll have to watch it for you and let you know the crap that he talks about. And Lee Grant will be watching it for you as well, I'm pretty sure. Eric Hayes says, Egberto, you want to rip apart via strip mining for cobalt? Mining, but not shale. Makes sense. Well, you know, when you're stripping away for coal or when you're stripping away for shale, there are two destructions that occur in there. The crust destruction plus what you're throwing up into the air. There you go. So I decided not to go with full destruction. If Musk wants him, put him on a rocket. I know he should. Paul Fleming says, yes, everyone has a voice, but I don't have to listen or support where it comes from. You got that right, brother. You have that right. Anyhow, uh, after he was indicted, guess who gave a press conference? Yes, it was George Santos. Check it out. We'll take it on the other side because this is what I, I just thought it was amazing. Check it out. I have no desire not to comply at this point. They've been gracious in there. Now I'm going to have to go and fight to defend myself. The reality is, is it's a witch hunt because it it, it makes no sense that in four months, four months, five months, I'm indicted. 
You have Joe Biden's entire family receiving deposits from nine nine family members receiving money from foreign from foreign destinations into their bank accounts. It's been years of exposing. A lot of you here have reported on them, and yet no investigation is launched into them. I'm going to fight you. I will, and I'm just going. I'm getting back to that. I'm going to fight my battle. I'm going to deliver. I'm going to fight the witch hunt. I'm going to take care of clearing my name, and I look forward to doing. Congressman, did you take any Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. What do you say to that? I would like the opportunity for some of you guys to ask some questions in an orderly fashion. Why would you apply for unemployment benefits when you had a job making $120,000 a year? Rachel, this is part of my defense. This is accurate information. And I will get to clear my name on this during the pandemic. It wasn't very clear. I don't understand where the government's getting their information, but I will present the my prosecutor facts. Say so that you say that you got over twenty thousand dollars in unemployment benefits, sir. How is that acceptable, ma'am? Like I said, my employment was changed during the time. I don't understand where the government's coming from. I'll present my defense. And one last What evidence do you have that they don't have? It's extensive. I have plenty of evidence that we will now be sharing with the government in this case to make sure that I can defend Congressman, Congressman, are you planning on running for re-election? Yes, I am. Do you think you will re-election? anybody believe you now? Well, like I said, I will prove myself innocent and then we'll move from there. Congressman, did you take... Very far time away I'm sorry for blocking the $750,000. They said that you reported that wrongly. Do you have any comment to that? Well, like I said, I will be giving them all, be delivering all the finances of my company, uh, delivering all my finances to them to dispel uh, their their accusation. Uh, Congressman, did, and again, you will not resign. I will not resign. Congressman, did you take campaign donations and use that money to buy expensive suits? No, I did not. Do you think you'll win re-election? That's not up for me to know. Elections are very tricky, and it's up to the people I trust them to decide what's best. Congressman, Congressman you to lying in the past. What, what do you think will make people believe you this time around? Oh, look, like I said, uh, I've asked many times. I want to be judged by the work I do in the body, and I, I stay committed to that. Yes, I am. I have to go back and vote. Tomorrow we have uh, one of those consequential votes in, in this Congress, which is a border bill, and I'm very looking forward to being there to vote on it. Well, I'm not going to address Justice Speaker. I'll address leadership. I appreciate everybody's patience with with my presence in Congress as, you know, the media has its, its, you know, ways of doing things. And I respect you guys. I've maintained good rapport with a lot of you guys. I've spoken with a lot of you guys and I have the intention to continuing that open door. Some of you who are from the Hill know how to find me. Some of you here from the district don't have a hard time finding me. It's, it's about keeping in line of communication. So I appreciate leadership for being patient at this time and for allowing the process to play out. I think this is about innocent until proven guilty. This starts. I have my right to fight to prove my innocence as the government has the right to fight to try to uh, find me guilty in whatever charges. Until now, because it's you're being accused for a long time. Well, because the media is not jury or the judge. So I will present that to the jurors and to the judge in this courthouse. And to the Congress. Uh, well, if Congress requests it, I will present it to them as well. So are you I'm feeling, look, uh, it's hard. Look at the yes, I'm addressing, I'm addressing one of your colleagues here. I don't want to give the back of the camera. So, 
as usual, Jody, I, I do my best to be a positive person. Life is already as bad as it gets it out there. Moving. So I, I'm fine. The way I look at it, I'll be a chairman of a committee in a couple of years if you just look at the standards of Congress. Look at the Senate. Well, it's alleged, right? So it's you, so are you accusing me or are you or are you gonna allow the process to play itself and allow me to clear my name? That's my question. But Congressman, did you ever did you ever accept did you ever accept any unemployment money? It was, no, no, it was very, it was very amicable, very peaceful. These guys did a phenomenal job. It, what, we, we clearly came right under your noses and you didn't see us come in today. Uh, and now we're leaving, obviously. We're addressing you guys. I had all the intention in the world to be out here with you guys. I'm going to keep fighting. I'm going to keep fighting for what I believe in. I'm going to keep fighting to represent my district. I'm going to keep fighting to deliver results. And now I have to keep fighting to deliver, uh, you know, to, to defend my innocence. And I'm going to do that. Governor Hochul today said you should resign and put your district out of its misery. Will you do that? Governor Hochul is entitled to her opinion. I don't represent her. She is not my constituent, so... I saw your face. I saw your face at court today. I saw your face. You looked. You looked pretty stressed. When when I saw you sit down and the judge first started speaking, what was going through your mind? What are you feeling after being in court today? Well, when it's your first time in experiencing something of this nature, I think everybody would show some kind of stress, right? I, I, I quite frankly don't believe I was stressed. I did the best I could to just keep my composure. I was I, I was fine. Um, but again, this is this has been an experience, you know, for a book or something like that. So anyway, I appreciate you guys. I appreciate you guys. Here's what we'll do. I will, guys, 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 I will, you see, that is information you'll never get because that is the media's, your, your intention is to go harass them and make their life miserable. You're not getting that. All right, have a Yes, somebody wanted to know who paid his five half a million dollar bail. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, according to Michael, he wants this stated. What was Santa's real crime? Tricking wealthy donors that they are giving money to someone else. This is what Santos is really being prosecuted for. Business Insider. George Santos' campaign paid staffer nearly 100K to pretend to be Kevin McCarthy's chief of staff and get money from donors. He's a just bona fide crook. Lee Grant says Santos doesn't represent all Republicans anymore than he represents all Hispanics. I think he represents a large percentage of the, the current tonality of the Republican Party. Uh, Paul Fleming says, from racism to fraud to insurrection to rape, classified documents, and any other corruption that occurs, the Republican Party is all for it. It keeps them in power. Mantienen poder con eso. I hear you, brother. E2247 says, stop calling Santos congressman. He ain't fit the Congress. He ain't a man instead of a sniveling toddler. His districts want him out, says Bridge MCP. Carl Cox says, right on, Bridge. And then E2247 comes back. What a fraud. Linda Harkless Wells says, replying to politics and write a book. Ha ha. Did you hear that, Linda? He said he's going to he's going to turn this into a book. Well, you know, Linda, you can look at it this way. He's going to have a lot of time while he's incarcerated to write that book. 
Carl Cox says, enough, Egberto. Stop showing the Fruitcakes press conference. Hey, dude. Uh, gotta do what I gotta do. Uh, Eric, Eric, uh, hey, says, Egberto, he does not represent most of anything. Really? Uh, I mean, I think George Santos makes a better Trump. I think he's so much more articulate than Trump. He controls the, the media much better than Trump could. I think he's pretty good. Alistair Waters says, a lifetime network movie is what he's going to do. That's what he's going to do. Wow. I think, Alistair, you nailed it. Welcome aboard, Alistair. Hadn't seen you upstairs before, my dear. Are you upstairs in the chat? I don't see you there, but I saw you then. Uh, what did I miss? Did I miss anything from anybody going forward? I don't think I did, but I have another one more. Uno más para ustedes. This one here is Bloomberg and his opinion on after Trump got his guilty plea. I wanted to check this out because I had quite a bit of a narrative with this one earlier this morning at KPFT. So check this out. Then we'll take it on the other side. Bloomberg columnist on Trump's verdict. He's a loser, is what he said. Bloomberg's opinion columnist Tim O'Brien did not mince his words. He pointed out that Donald Trump is a loser. He said that now that a jury of his peers has looked at the allegations and ruled against him, it makes his machinations moot. In other words, you know, uh, Trump goes out there, she's lying, all of that. Well, you know what? We had a jury. And while juries don't necessarily always get it right, uh, you know, when you have this sort of unanimity, I tell you, uh, this this was pretty severe on Trump's side. So nothing he says right now will correct. And for those out, out there who are still holding firm to believe that this guy walks on water, to believe that this guy did something for our our country, to believe that this guy would somehow make the economy have a better economy than what. Biden or anybody else has. I hope you understand what you're doing. There are too many people out there that for spite, for ideology, for saying, I am a Republican or I'm a conservative or I'm this or whatever. Uh, you, you, you just cling on to somebody like Donald Trump. Deep, deep, deep inside, you know, deep inside. You know the guy's a charlatan. You know the guy is lying to you. You know the guy doesn't mean well. You know the guy isn't even a billion. You know all these things. But sometimes, the way we are, it's like just because we can't go back on all the bad decisions we've made, the gullibility that we've had, we decide that we can't. Well, I'm going to tell you something from a personal standpoint. I've been gullible many a times in my life. I've been wrong many a times in my life. And the most refreshing thing that one can, the, the, the most re refreshing place one can get to is when one realizes, and I'm talking from experience, to come out and say, God, I was wrong. I am going to do better. I am going to change. That, the, the, what that does for one's soul, for one's humanity, you would not imagine. 
So to which I tell all my to, uh, folks who listen to the program, folks who are here, I always say the one thing. It's not, you know, there's no shame in having made the wrong decision. There isn't any shame in having voted incorrectly. There's no shame there. The shame is there is in after realizing you've made a mistake for for the sake of egotism, for the sake of not of, of not wanting to say I screwed up to keep doing the wrong thing. And too often in America, that's where too many of us are. We just can't say I was wrong or, you know, I just screwed up or I was gullible. I, I have admitted that on air and elsewhere. I was ignorant three decades ago or a little bit more on the LGBTQ issue. I was ignorant. I was wrong several years ago on my chauvinism, my sexism, you know, and uh, I, I made the decision to change and do the right, the right thing and change my voting patterns accordingly as well. Right. And you know how refreshing it feels when one can go out and shout to the world, Hey, I was wrong, man, but man, I see the light. It was just like after getting my, the surgery on my eyes, I could see there's no more clouds. I can see, I can see the happiness that comes from that and the humility as well that comes with that. Folks, it ain't hard to do that. It ain't hard to do that. But anyway, so going back, Bloomberg columnist, I love the way he expressed himself on, on Trump here. I want you to listen to this. And then, as usual, we'll take it on the other side. He is a loser in this case. I don't think he feels any shame or regret. He's incapable of all that. He's a deeply damaged man who doesn't feel regret. But he is a loser here. And there's a jury verdict hanging over this. It's no longer someone else's allegations. It's no longer someone else's claims. It's a court case in which he was found guilty as charged. He's a loser here, just like he was in the last presidential election. And the question is, Tim, are Republicans starting to realize that? I want to share some voices that we heard from today. Republicans on the Hill, their reaction. Watch yeah. this. I hope the uh, the jury of the American people uh, reach the same conclusion about Donald Trump. He just is not suited to be president of the United States. Senator Rich, can I ask you about this news from about Donald Trump being indicted or excuse me, charged? If you're going to throw support behind a 2024 presidential candidate, does this verdict reached today have any impact on that decision? It doesn't. Uh, I'm going to stay neutral. I think it's a factor that, that gets to his electability. It's not a disqualifier to the man who's point um, at, at this point, but it's certainly not a check in the plus column. Does it seem, I know I've asked this before, I know there's been countless scandals and I've said, are Republicans going to turn on him? And, and that hasn't been the case. But does it seem like some Republicans could realize that this verdict is not ideal for a 2024 candidate? Well, Republicans like Mitt Romney, but the fact is that Lindsey, Mitt Romney's always felt. This yes. Way. <laughs> and, that, and my point is that, you know, Lindsey Graham came out in defense of him. I think in very, I think, I think most Republicans will say Donald Trump was unfairly accused and and he's being unfairly targeted because he's trying to take down the administrative state 
and he's he's looking after the interests of Americans in the heartland. And these are just libs out to get him. But the reality of it is, is the party of law and order is making excuses for for one of the most criminally negligent, the most criminally negligent person to ever occupy the White House. And and they don't have the integrity or courage to stand up with him and or against him because he still has a sway over about 30 percent of the Republican base. And that makes him a power play in the primaries, but it doesn't get him a national win as president. And that's the bind the Republicans are in. They don't want to go against him because the political reality is difficult for them in the primaries. That is so true. They don't want to go against him because of the primaries. And but why about, you know, you know what I sit back and say all of the times, why is it that uh, these guys aren't leading? Right. In other words, uh, a lot of these Republican candidates, these Republicans, politicians, they know better. They know that it's not only that Trump is toxic. They know that he's bad for the country. They know all these things. But Trump has uh, usurped the, uh, what Trump has done is he's gone done done the back way and gone directly to the to the to his audience right and instead of these people leading instead of these people saying let's go ahead and take a leadership role in informing our constituency what they do is the easiest thing and that is well you know all the people they like trump I am not going to take the risk and speak out against Trump because they're going to get mad at me. And if they get mad at me, I lose, you know, no, no courage. Leadership requires you sometimes to, 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 to take the spears and you know, you're, you're so better rewarded after folks say, Oh, he is a leader. He was able to do this before we did because he saw the light before we did we definitely want him leading and i think that is where folks like you know like um believe it or not uh super conservative liz cheney and others i think that is where people like her are going to create the rebirth of their party at some time we spend a lot of the time. rebirth of her party at some time and of course bleach brings out something here is anybody remembers this Second only to Jesus, Donald Trump. That is the guy folks think a, a, a large percentage of the population, maybe 35 or 40 percent think, should make it into, uh, to, into the uh, presidency. Paul Fleming says, Mr. Willis doesn't feel like he's right about everything. He just brings you the facts on everything. Know the difference. Doesn't seem, let's see who we're talking about again. We're talking about... Uh, the, the Mr. Bloomberg, I think it's who you're talking about or anyway, let me know. Uh, I'm, I'm not sure I follow, follow that completely. My dear brother, Paul Fleming, but says Donald Trump shares truth, social photo proclaiming. And that's a photo that I have on the screen from the one and only Donald Trump, the one and only Donald Trump. Carl Cox thinks the party is full of fruitcakes. No, it's about money though, Carl, but Hey, Paul Fleming says this was a SHT not worth the energy. He'll write his book from jail. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Carl Cox says Eric Hayes keep drinking the poison Kool-Aid. Keep it up and it'll kill him. Eric, I I'll save you, Eric. I'll save you, Eric. 
Uh, Egberto, don't you profess to be a progressive and proud of it, but you would bash the opposition party being just as proud. Why? Because you think you are right. No, it's there are certain things that are not up for debate. That's why, sir. Water is always H2O. Regular water is H2O. Heavy water H3O. Come on, we know. I mean, H, H2O2. Come on now. Uh, Tom C. says, will Kevin McCarthy call on George Santos to resign? No. Don't hold your breath. The Speaker of the House needs every GOP vote to block raising the debt ceiling and thereby own the libs and crash the U.S. economy. H2O2 is peroxide. Um, H2O2 is peroxide. I, 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 what I meant is deuterium, I think, is uh, that the extra, it has an extra neutron in the molecule. I forgot how you re- represent it. My bad. But I forgot how you represent heavy water as... Uh, let me look it up. I'm, I'm here on the screen with you guys. I can look up heavy water right here, right? Let's see what heavy water is. The What's the formula for... Is it safe to drink heavy water? Extremely toxic to health if consuming large quantity. D2O2. Okay, I, I got it. It's D2O2. D2 means deuterium. D2O2 means deuterium. That's right. And deuterium, I think, is just the oxygen molecule with an extra, extra neutron or something like that. All right, Lee Grant says, truth be told, water is H3O and HO negative. Robert Davenport says, Trump indicted, Santos indicted, Clarence Thomas, Jim Jordan, Mark Meadows. Thank you so kindly for that super chat, Robert Davenport. Anybody else wants to join Davenport to keep us afloat? Thank you so kindly for your super chat. We simply couldn't do it without you. And I'm glad you put that super chat there at... 356 because I need to be doing my ask. For the last few days, I don't think I did an ask, but I must now. Folks, please consider supporting Politics Done Right. How can you support Politics Done Right? As as a Brother Rob Davenport would tell you all of the times, go buy the books that helps us out and you get you you learn a lot from the books that we have out there. Here you go, politicsdoneright.com slash books is how you can pick up uh, our books. You can become a patron. How do you become a patron? You go to politicsdoneright.com slash patron and become one of our many patrons. We need a lot of patrons. We're not close to where we need to be to help me cut videos and do all these difficult things. As well, as well, as well, you can subscribe to our YouTube. Just go ahead and click that join button on YouTube. Become a part of our YouTube PDR Posse, as well as uh, you can support us at PayPal, politicsandright.com slash PayPal, politicsandright.com slash PayPal. And you see Robert Davenport just said it again. The books are great. Come on, check it out, guys. And you can also, you can find all the different ways to support us, folks, by going to politicsandright.com slash support. It seems like I'm in two fun drives right now, one for KPFT and one for politics and right on the internet. Uh, Paul Fleming Sr. says, comment was in reply to someone else saying that you think you're always right. Thank you very much for that defense, Paul Fleming. I couldn't do it without you. You know it's not about being right. It's about being factual like most of our folks here try to be most of the time. Some folks, well, try to be factual, not ever once of the time. In fact, well... We won't go there. We won't go there. Anyhow, was JC not well in that pick? As very white. I got you. Yvette Avery Herod says, me too. Learn something today. LOL. We always, we always try to be 
we always try to be learned here. We, we, we educate each other. You know, I, I learn from you guys. You guys learn from each other. That is what it's all about, folks. Anyway, we're coming up to close to the end of the program, and I'm done presenting all that I have. I've got to go prepare my show for tomorrow morning. Uh, uh, how uh, there We're, we're going to have some studio time. Uh, so let's see. Crocox says, GOP doesn't believe in facts. E2247 says, I am a chemistry geek. D2O and T2O are the correct formula. Deuterium for heavy water. And I think, what is T2O? Is that with the three protons instead? Or, I mean, the three, not protons, the three. Um, because the number of protons in a molecule, it, here comes my, my, my engineering background. The number of protons in a molecule determines what the element is. The variations are called isotopes. And isotopes are, the, the variation in isotopes come from the amount of neutrons in that particular molecule's nuclei, right? So anyhow, I just, guys, you know what I was just doing there? Making sure that I still had a mind. Uh, that's what I was doing, making sure I still had a mind. So I know that, I know this isn't a chemistry class, but I just wanted to make sure that I remembered all my chemistry stuff. Anyhow, we got to get out of here. I want to thank you all for being here. Please support the show. I'm going to put the support link in there one more time. And Bruce reminds us that Trump is on CNN. I don't know that I want to watch Trump, but I probably should watch Trump, shouldn't I? And tape, tape um, all in with Chris Hayes and watch Trump in real time. I probably should do that. You know, do everything so that you guys don't have to. My name is Egberto Willis. This is Politics Done Right. And my dear, beautiful people know exactly how I end this show. I am what? Oh. We spend a lot of time deconstructing the news, trying to, trying to parse it into a form that everybody can understand. We try to find those little nitpicks where uh, it goes, it flies above the fray, etc. If you really like these videos that we do, I want to ask a big favor. Please go ahead, number one, subscribe to our channel, and number two, please join if you can. Thank you so kindly for watching. Keep watching. Please remember to share. We must populate the entire internet with our progressive message, a message that we know is what most Americans say that they want. So help us please join.